0: Dreamnasium. Function. Noun. A vast, extra-dimensional space described by benign chaos and the germination of visions, revelations, and tales. The Lingering Grief of Twilight, Part Two.
1: Justice, are you there?
2: I'm all right. They have matured since I last encountered them. They think they can beat me. They are wrong.
1: Looks like...
2: Shocked them as all. They aren't sure of their strength, they will recover.
1: We can see the fireworks from here, even without the instruments.
2: Fireworks? I suppose that's appropriate. They were born in fire. The pyrotechnics are lovely.
3: And all in celebration of you, my lady, and your child-to-be. You needn't have gone to all this trouble, Magistrate Vugan. You tamed the great beast. You cleaned our atmosphere of the chemical tank left behind by our experiments with space travel. You put down attempts by would-be tyrants to conquer the globe.
2: It is my joy to be of help to you. I regret that I must take leave of Kavua. Not forever, surely. No, magistrate. But when my child is born, the energies released will be, well, large.
3: Where will you go, my lady?
2: Your son's photosphere should be snug enough. Pyrotechnics really are lovely.
1: Lady Justice, you okay out there?
2: God. They're hiding from me, but I can feel them building power.
1: <sighs> We're getting nothing from the satellites. Now what?
2: Now we wait, I suppose. I can go on with my tale if you like.
1: You burned him up on the first date. I'd like to know how the hell you got pregnant.
2: <laughs> Do they not teach biology on Earth, Captain? <laughs>
1: I know how it happens, but how? You destroyed Eos,
2: but he left me a gift. Eolus
3: Greetings, Eolus. Salutations on your 10th revolution. Thank you, Magistrate Fugen. Are you enjoying the sky fires? A spectacular display of light, no? If you recombined the chemical balance only slightly, you could increase the destructive yield by a factor of 70%. Indeed. These are not, they aren't weapons, you know. They're meant to make you smile.
2: And it's a lovely smile. Isn't it, Vogen?
3: Indeed, lady. Um, indeed. Um, might I have a word?
2: Eolus, why don't you play with the other children so the magistrate and I can talk? I prefer to stay. There are sweet fruits. You love them.
3: Yes, Mother. I do. Off you go.
2: And remember, smile.
3: Forgive me for saying, my lady, but your Aeolus, she does not possess the same spark as you. Oh, you think not? She seems distant,
2: cold. Eolus is a lesser fire than my own, but she is hardly cold.
3: You are a peacemaker, lady, but Aeolus, she sometimes seems to sow discord amongst friends within families nonsense how how could she
2: remember despite her looks aeolus is still only a child she has her little moods i suppose
3: but that's all as you say children must be taught of course none of us is born mature precisely precisely
2: that now magistrate vugan my dear friends What brings you to
3: me this day? I did not want to disturb the festivities, but the science presidium has detected a meteor swarm, one which will collide with our orbit in a most inopportune fashion. Say no more. Aeolus. Yes, Mother?
2: What have we discussed about teleporting?
3: But it's faster than walking,
2: more efficient. We mustn't flaunt, my love. And walking allows us to see more, to be in the world instead of outside it, yes? Yes, Mother. Now, I must go. There's a thing I must do for the Presidium. How long? A few weeks at most. I will need you to protect the Kavua while I'm gone. Can you do this? I can. Wonderful. Enjoy the rest of your birthday, my love. And know that I love you with all my heart. Smile. Presidium Base, I have nearly finished with the swarm. Only a few more rocks to destroy. I will return in- (sighs) I'm on my way home now. Presidium Base? Presidium, please respond. It's possible my communicator is damaged. I'm returning home. Eolus Eolus
3: Welcome back, Mother.
2: What has happened here? Nothing at all. The cities are radioactive craters. The atmosphere is nearly gone. The oceans, they're littered with shipwrecks and corpses. They wanted to fight, so I helped them. Isn't that what we do? Help them to get what they want. This is not Aeolus. No. We... Don't you understand? This isn't what we are we're life we're made for life
3: not this this i see you're sad let me show you something that will make you smile what what could
2: possibly ever after this after all this come and see see what i've made He's so pretty. Yo, look out! <laughs> Captain, no need to shout.
1: What about the bogeys? Did you get them?
2: I did not. They seem as surprised as I am.
1: (sighs) Remind me never to get on your bad side. Think you can redirect them?
2: No, no more. They wouldn't see reason, and they won't turn away. This must stop here, now, before they find another inhabited world. I'm sorry it has to be this way, I gave you every chance.
1: No more monsters. Sunset on the beach. What's bugging you?
2: Oh, old things. Though not as old as me. Beard. Thank you.
1: You know my motto?
2: No, what's your motto?
1: Bury the past. Dig it a nice hole, put a bullet in its forehead, and cover it over good.
2: <laughs> Been there. Done that.
1: So, your, uh, your daughter, Aeolus, what happened to her?
2: It was not easy, but I could not let it happen again
1: that um that must have been hard she,
2: she was strong. she resisted she pleaded she begged for forgiveness but in the end, I knew her creations would probably become eaters of life and light, powerful beyond most measures, but I knew they shouldn't be allowed to exist another moment. I had to give them the chance I gave myself and my daughter and all the other lives I've ever encountered.
1: And they were... All you had left of Eolus.
2: Just as she was all I had left of her father. And now? I am truly alone.
1: Look, Lady Justice, we- That's
2: not my name. I don't know why your superiors insisted on saddling me with it. Or with this ridiculous costume.
1: No. It's- an easier sell to the public than government-sponsored alien fire goddess. <laughs> and you may not like that skin tight thing with a sunburst across your chest, but uh you gotta know we're we're doing our best.
2: Appreciated. Truly. But just once I'd like for someone to use my name. My real name.
1: I do it. But I don't think you ever told anybody.
2: I did. No one could pronounce it.
1: Try me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can see why they had some trouble. Um, does it have any, you know, uh, trans- uh, meaning?
2: You see how it's getting darker all around us as the sun sets. My name means that.
1: Okay, (laughs) pleased to meet you, Twilight. (laughs) That
2: isn't my name either.
1: Nope, but it's a start. Everything has to have one, right?
2: (laughs) Yes, everything does.
0: Jeffrey Thorne's Dreamnasium, Episode 2, The Lingering Grief of Twilight, Part 2. Featuring the voice talents of Darian Lindell as Lady Justice, Philip Weber as Captain Farragut, Shane Nolan as Magistrate Vugan, Barbara Dillon as Eolus, and Melissa Autumn Hearn as The Muse. Written by Jeffrey and Susan Bridges, based on the original short story The Lingering Grief of Twilight by Jeffrey Thorne. Gymnasium theme by Vincent Morrison. Music by Josh Mollen at com. Directed by Catherine Pride. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2019, Jeffrey Thorne and Pendant Productions. Please rate and review the show on iTunes. Thanks for listening.